This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. plan for our lives. Guys, listen to me, please. His plan for you is not merely better than your plan. His plan is perfect. It's perfect. There's no way, no way, no way, no way that you can ever work your plan to perfection. Choosing spiritual leadership is not a small task. The process of selecting those who will lead the church should be done slowly and with a spirit of prayer. In today's message, Pastor Robert admonishes us to go to the Lord to provide all that we need, including spiritual leaders. He will provide the perfect people if we wait on Him and trust in His wisdom. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. What about this guy over here? You know, are you grooming him? You know, are you ministering to him and kind of cultivating him and teaching him and training him and preparing him for for that office? No, it doesn't work like that. See, my responsibility is to try to groom all of you in that direction. The goal is the same for every believer to be Christ-like and wholehearted for Jesus. You understand? Let me put it to you another way. Leaders are supposed to be out in front of the group doing, behaving, and you know, in the same manner that the rest of the group is supposed to do, you know, walking in the same direction, right? When you choose a leader, it's because you believe that, that they'll be able to lead you in the direction you want to go. Right? God says in Timothy and Titus, talking about leaders in the body of Christ. These are the requirements. And, 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 and you know, he lays them out. It needs to be a godly man that can teach, knows the word, you know, got his family squared away. He's a husband of one wife. You know, he's not promiscuous. He's not somebody that's, you know, got a wandering eye. He handles money well. In other words, he's living wisely. He's acting on the word. He's following Jesus and he's doing it prudently and consistently and, you know, diligently and, and deliberately. Why? Well, because that's what God wants for all of us. None of us is going to do it perfectly. But he wants men that are doing it well to be the ones that the rest of us are watching and getting our examples from and, you know, walking along with because that's the direction. See, 
God wants us to understand he has blessing for us if we will simply trust him, follow him, and receive it from him. And so the men that are trusting him and following him and receiving it from him, they're out in front of the crowd. And our responsibility as leaders here are to do our best to teach the word and and point you all in that direction, you know, following Jesus together, and then to watch for those who step up to the plate, accept the responsibility from the Lord, begin applying the word consistently in their life, and then to seek the Lord. And and when, when the Lord says, this one is to lead here, then we acknowledge that. And we honor that within the family. You follow me? Does that make sense? You see what I'm saying? Because the fact that a man meets the criteria doesn't mean he's to fill the office. It's not automatic. Matthias met the criteria, but he wasn't God's choice. They made an assumption. They jumped. The second mistake that he made, look at it. Of these men who've accompanied us all the time that the Lord Jesus went, out and went in and out and among us, beginning from the baptism of John to that day when he was taken up from us, one of these must become a witness with us of his resurrection. And they proposed two. Joseph called Barsabbas, surnamed Justice, and Matthias. So Joseph and Matthias. Peter makes an assumption that this is what he has to work with. Just this group. And it's logical. It makes perfect sense when you think about it. I mean, these were the guys that walked along with Jesus. These were the only ones who could, you know, like be a witness to to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. Paul, later in 1 Corinthians, talks about that as a criteria for apostleship. Seeing the risen Lord. He's like, I saw him. Am I not an apostle? I've seen him. He called me. He selected me. He reaffirms that in in Galatians. And And the others acknowledge it as well. That, yeah, it's Paul. It's Paul. Don't know what happened to Matthias, but Paul was, was number 12. Peter made an assumption and therefore limited God. Gosh, we do that all the time. We're looking around and, and all we can see is it, it's, it's either this or it's that. Lord, which is it? I don't know how many times I've prayed that way. You've prayed that way. Just fess up. Do I do this, Lord, or do I do that? Do I take this job, Lord, or do I take that job? Do I move to this city, God, or to that city? Is it that woman, or is it that one over there? And we limit God based on our human experience and perspective. What Peter did was logical. The only men, you know, the the believers, the ones that that have committed to Christ and and are born of his spirit, and who witnessed his resurrection, the ones who, who were taught by him and you know, can be a witness with us, well, it's this bunch right here. So we need to choose one of these guys, and we need to do it now. And God is saying, no, you don't. You're not seeing everything, Peter. I know you think you do, but you don't. There's more to it. See, I'm preparing this guy over here. He's killing Christians right now. He has no clue. But he is going to accept Christ. And I'm going to teach him. And he's going to be number 12. He's going to be my witness. But he's not ready yet. You know, I I laughed about it. It's a little harder to do it with Elizabeth sitting in the room. But when I was first a Christian, I was so convinced. There was this girl. I just knew that's the one. That's the one. Good Christian girl. She's pretty. She's smart. You know, she's sweet. She, she, oh, Lord, I want that one. 
<laughs> and I'm looking around. I'm like, that's, Lord, she's it. I'm sure of it. I asked her to marry me. She said no. And I'm like, what's up with that? Look at me. I'm wonderful. And I asked her again. Nope. Asked her a third time. I'm slow, but I eventually get it. So I left town. I moved to Miami. No, it wasn't like that exactly. But I was convinced. I have to tell you, I was a little angry with God about this whole thing. You know, I mean, come on. She's a Christian. I'm a Christian. I mean, we're, we like each other. We have fun together. It's like, I mean, this would be great, Lord. And, you know, it just, what's your problem? And that was the attitude. And God said, the problem is I'm doing something totally different. Totally different. The woman that he was preparing for me wasn't a Christian yet. Wasn't even an adult yet at that time. <laughs> like, let me grow her up, Robert. Jeez. Can't have her yet. But we do that. And I listen, I see it a lot where we limit God. And we don't understand, you know, he's working his perfect plan for our lives. Guys, listen to me, please. His plan for you is not merely better than your plan. His plan is perfect. It's perfect. There's no way, no way, no way, no way that you can ever work your plan to perfection. But if you'll work his plan, you got it made. It's perfect. It's perfect. If you just wait on him. See, these guys didn't need to jump the gun. They didn't need to, to act today. Now, I gotta, I'm, you know, this has got to happen. There's a vacant office. There can't be a vacant office. We have to do something. No, Peter, just wait. Just chill. Just pray. Wait. I've got it. Guys, you single people, listen. You realize that God made his design, his deliberate design of man was two-part, male and female. He thought it up that way. He deliberately did that. He knows. He even said it to Adam or about Adam. It's not good for him to be alone. God said that. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain. The name of our broadcast is our goal for this ministry, to keep the main thing, the main thing, Jesus Christ crucified, glorified, and honored as we study and apply His Word. Maybe you're listening right now in Miami-Dade County and you don't have a home church. We want to take this time to invite you to join us for worship. We meet Sunday mornings at 9.30, 11, and 12.30, then again at 7.30 p.m. on Sunday nights. For more information, call us at 305-531-2730 or log on to MainThingRadio.com and follow the link to the church website. Thanks, Tracy. At our website, you'll find today's broadcast to listen to or download. And we also encourage you to prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. 
with a gift of any amount, we will send you an MP3 CD of the entire Book of Acts. A secure option for you to give has been provided via PayPal. That's all available at MainThingRadio.com. Or you can send us an email at questions at MainThingRadio.com. Again, thanks so much for joining us today. Mark your Bibles in the Book of Acts and join us next time here on Main Thing Radio. Radio.